We're about to uh, start the Ikar Shloshasar on page Shinman Gimel, which reads, right, if we take it from the Animami and the Siddur, Animami Bemuna Shlema, that there will be a Tchias Hamesim, when the will, the desire for this happens, right? and the Tchias Hamesim will be forever. There's not going to be any death after Tchias Hamesim. Okay, so as you see, there's six shiurim here listed uh, under Tchias Hamesim. And I think we're going to go a little bit out of order. Okay, so let's first turn the page and just see what the Rambam writes himself about Tchias Hamesim and other sources. Okay, so Lishona Rambam, the Hagdomas Perechelek, Hayesoda Shloshosar, Okay, so when you see this in the context of the whole Rambam, right, you know, we see like this. So the Rambam and the Hagdama right, gives us the, the 13 principles, the 13 Ikrim that we've been studying for the last couple of years. And in each one, he says a lot. Right? He gives the Psukim, he talks about them, and he, he and explains them very, you know, explains them. You know. Here, and the Yesod HaShloshasar, all he says, right, when he lists the 13th of the 13, Ikrim, Tchias HaMesim, Ukvar Bi'arnuha, and we've already explained it. Okay, now, where have we already explained it? So here the Rambam is referring to the beginning of when he discusses the Yud Gimel Ikrim, and there, right, a little bit out of place, he explained what the, what the Ikrim of Tchias HaMesim here. Here he just says Tchias HaMesim, and he doesn't Elaborate in any way. Right. And we should know that uh, there was a lot of controversy about the Ramam's Shita in, in uh, about Tchias Hamesim. Um, and there were those who even accused the Rambam of not really believing in Tchias Hamesim because of his very, very uh, short uh, statement here, Tchias Hamesim And the Rambam had to write a whole letter, an epistle. Right, to uh, people who were right to uh, protest and to say no, I, I never meant to say that. And uh, of course, I believe in Chesam Mesim. I could have you not believe in Chesam Mesim. But there was a whole controversy about the, about the Sheet of the Rama. Um, and uh, and they say the Rama wrote, wrote, wrote about it. Okay, so let's see what he writes. At the, first of all, we'll re- we read here we have two different uh, uh, s- selections. Right. First, he writes at the beginning of the Hakdama to Perichelik, meaning this is what he's referring to when he says Kvarbi Arnua. We've already explained it. So he says as follows: Tchias Hamesim, who Yisod Miyisodei Moshe Rabbeinu Olav Hashem. The Rambam writes at the, at the beginning of the Ikrim before he lists the Ikrim. It's one of the foundations of Moshe Rabbeinu. Ve'indas v'lodvekus bedas yudis l'mishloyamim. And there's no das. There's no Torah. And there's no dvekut bedas yudis. Let me show you. know, as a person who doesn't believe in it, can't be connected to the Torah. Avolhu letzadikim. First, the first thing we should know is that tchias is reserved for tzadikim. It's not automatic. 
It's not, not something that happens to every person, even every Jew. And the Gemara says in Tainis, because Gvura of of bringing rain is for tzaddikim and rishayim, but tchias amesim le tzaddikim bovat. Tchias amesim only is for tzaddikim. Ve'ech yichyu harishayim. The Rambam writes, how could rishayim come back to life? Ve'heim mesim afilu bechayeim, because rishayim are considered dead even when they're alive. Ve'chein omer rishayim afilu bechayeim kuyim mesim. Tzaddikim afilu mesosin kuyim chayim. Rishayim even when they're alive. Even in their death, they're called dead, and tzaddikim. Even when they die, they're called alive. Okay, so of course, chiyas amesim can't help for people who, when they were alive, were really dead. Chiyas amesim only helps for people who, even after they died, have a have some kind of attachment to life and to the eternal life, and therefore, for them, since they're alive, so their life can be. Uh, can be re-expressed as coming into their as their, as their souls rejoining their bodies and bringing their bodies to life. Okay. But for a for a Russia, so uh, with his death, so then he has nothing left to uh, to wait for, and so therefore there's not going to be any rejoining of his dead neshama to his to his goof. Writes the Rambam, that the way it is is that a person must die because a person is more kav. A person is a the goof is more kav. It's uh, it's made up of different components, and anything that's made up of different components right, is not going to last forever. Right? Those are going to be dissolved or uh, taken apart into their component parts. Right? And it'll be separated into, into atomized, into separate component parts. And he's going to be, right? it's going to come back, he's going to return to what he was originally uh, what was made from, meaning that it's all going to come back together and be reunited. So all of those different strands that were separated are eventually going to be reunited and this is going to be a Tchiyas Okay, doesn't clarify a lot and we'll see what we can clarify as we go along okay now Moshe also I don't know if Moshe brought it or the editor here but he brings as we said the Rambam wrote this Igeris he wrote this letter about Tchiyas Amesim Defending himself really and against his detractors who criticize him for not giving enough emphasis or strong enough uh, belief in Chiasamesi. So the Ramam writes there. He writes the whole thing. It's a whole. I have the book. I mean, I have the. I have the uh, there's, a, there's a book which is which is available, which we have in the Yeshiva Library, which uh, includes several of the letters of the Ramam, some of the very famous letters that he wrote. Um, to different uh, communities, different places. Um, okay, but so one of them is Tchias HaMesim. Says the Rama, Tchias HaMesim HaMoforsemes V'hanoda Bu'umaseinu which is well known in our, amongst our nation. HaMuskam Alam B'chlal Kitoseinu and it's agreed upon by 
right? Everybody, all, all groups. It's not something which is just uh, partly uh, some some group. Asherov Zichro, it's mentioned so many times, Betfilos, Vasipurim, Ubetchinos, certainly in, in, in Tfilos, Sipurim, uh, I don't know exactly what, what he's referring to, Tchinos, in our supplications. Asher Chibrom HaNevim, Ugdolei Chachamim, which were which were composed by the Nevim and the Chachamim. Yemalei Mehem HaTalmud HaMidrashos, the Talmud and the Medrash is full of mentions, mentionings. Inyana, so what does it mean? What is it? Shuv zos hanefesh luguf achrei preda. It's the return of the nefesh to the body after being separated from it. So in her nation, there's no machlokas about this. perish and which means it's there's no one there's no way to call it just a marshal. Okay? It's not just a. Uh, I should translate Marshall. It's just not uh, a uh, Marshall, yeah. a parable. Vein Vein Mutter Lahamin be Ish Manche Hadas, and it's not even allowed to to believe about somebody who is a Torah Jew, Shuhumamin Chilufza. In other words, he's kind of saying, How can anybody even think that I would doubt such a thing? This is such a Dover Poshet. This is what all Jews think, right? So then, right, and there's no question about it. Okay. Then, it's the return of the nefesh to the goof after death. And Daniel uh, said it explicitly. That there's no other explanation as, as being a marshal of Amro. The Rabbi Mishani Adamo of Mimide Admas Offer, Yakitsu, Elu Chayelo, Elu, you're not going to become alive. But many of the people who are, who are Yishani Admas Offer, who are, so to speak, sleeping in the ground, right, will awaken and they will live forever. Viamar lo Hamaloch, and Viato Lech Lakates, Vitanuak, Vitamal Gorcho Lakates. He says, you go down and rest and you will. Stand to your fate at the Ketzim at the end of the days. And we've already explained in the Mor Nevuchim, says the Rabbah, because of the question whether the world was Chidush, whether it was created, or whether there was Kadmus Olam, as the uh, Greek philosopher said, that the world always existed. So when we spoke about Chidush Olam, She'im Emunas Chidush Olam, uh, it was the, our belief in Chidosh Olam means that all kinds of miraculous events can be possible. And for that reason, can, can be possible. Okay. Meaning, once you believe, you know, as I'll say, if you believe in Kadmus Olam, that the world has always been this way, so then, Koyish Baruch Hu doesn't have the power to change the course of nature. And all natural things have to go in a predetermined path. But if Koyish Baruch Hu created the world, so then it doesn't, it's not a predetermined path, and then anything becomes possible. So Tchiyas becomes possible, even though 
if we think about it, it's the most unlikely thing in the world. Right? We're just looking at it from a natural point of view. But, right, but as he says, Kol dovar efshari tavobo hagodas novi namimbo. Anything that is possible, if a novi says that it's going to happen, we believe it's going to happen. We won't have to give it any kind of allegorical uh, uh, explanations. There is things that that can't be, right? Uh, then, of course, that we're going to have to call a moshe. We're going to have to call it an allegory. As talking about uh, giving some kind of a corpore- corporeality to, to Hashem, right? saying that Hashem has some kind of a body. So then if we find that written someplace that it says the Ad Hashem, so of course we have to interpret that in an allegorical way, right? because that is something which philosophically can't be. Right? But right? it could, there's, no, there's no philosophy that says it can't be. It just seems to us to be an unlikely thing, but it's possible. And if it's possible, so then if the Navi says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right? If we didn't have a Navi to tell us it's going to happen, so then we wouldn't know that it's going to happen. Right? And the Moshe is going to talk about it. It's not something which is intrinsic in the world that this is going to have to be that way. Adarabha, we'll see that as far as the, as the world is concerned, and what looks, the way the world looks, it's just the opposite. Right? It doesn't look like, right, that, look like the world looks like it's moving from life to death. That's a natural course of events. Everything that we see is alive, and we see it, it has an end, right? Everything, everything ends in, in, in natural terms. So if there, wasn't, if there wasn't a prophecy that said the opposite, uh, that death turns into life, so then we would never have thought of, it, of ourselves. It's not something which is built into the natural, into the natural world. However, it could be, and if it could be, and the prophet says that it will be, then it will be. Avol ha'efshar, that which is possible, yamod kashehu, and we're going to explain it the way it is. In other words, literally, right? because it's possible. So if it's possible, then it's going to be not proper for us to say that it's not going to happen, or that it just means it's some kind of emotional. Right? Somebody who does explain the as a muscle, and the Rambam is evidently in the, the, the you know, and historically, there were people among the Jewish people who, uh, from a philosophical point, uh, did question the Tchiasamesim, right? Why is he doing this? Because he believes Shehunimna, impossible, Mitzara Seichel. This can't be, right? In other words, just like we don't believe, like we don't believe that the goof, that Koyboko has a goof. Lomi Minhag Hateva. In other words, he must believe that it's impossible. I don't know exactly what this phrase means, but that, that it's Mitzara Seichel, right? not because, you know, it can't be. I know not because the Teva doesn't allow it. Or maybe means that since it's against nature, so he believes that, that the Seichel says that it's something which is against nature can't be, right? And then he will also have to deny all the other miracles. 
וכל זה יהיה נמנע לגמרי לפי אמונס קדמוס העולם. So it's true, he says. If you believe in קדמוס העולם, that the world was always there, that the Kodbrochel didn't create יש מאיים, so then you're right. And then it can't be. ומאמינה קדמוס, however the Rambam says, that those who believe in the קדמוס, אינו מאדס משה ואברהם כלל, they don't belong to the Jewish people. כמו שביארנה ובואר נבוכים, as we've explained there. ולאלו, okay. Because of these roots, because of these considerations, we have believed according to its straight and simple meaning, and we have placed it as one of the corners of the Torah, one of the foundations of the Torah, that this is something that's going to have to be. Okay. So that's the Rambam's defense. Uh, again, that's the Rambam's statement. Second, I just have to adjust my air. Hold on. Okay, so I said we're going to go a little bit out of order, and we're going to skip for not skip, but we're going to not do the first two shiurim here, shirlametes and them. They're quite difficult, uh, very theory, quite difficult um, shiurim, which I've spent some time trying to work on. Um, but I think that we're going to go to Shir Gimel. Right, on page Shin Samach, where he talks about this very straightforward about what Tchias Hamesim is. I'll just say in the first in the, in the first two Shiurim, he his point is because the Mishnah says, uh, just look in uh, actually look back in the beginning of Shir Lametes on page Shin Memhei where we just were. He quotes the Mishnah in, in Per Chelik, right, and. Well, let's just read it inside. Shin right? Okay, so everybody has a chelak. And then the Mishnah this, uh, lists right, what, who are the people who don't have a chelak and it is Haomer ain't Chias Hamesim in Hatorah. Okay, the Chias Hamesim doesn't come from the Torah. Okay, and that means, right? We quote Rashi here that part of the belief of of of, of Chias Hamesim, it's not enough to believe that there will be Chias Hamesim, but you have to believe that Chias Hamesim has been comes from the Torah. Okay. That, that, that the Torah itself includes the promise of Trias HaMesim. And that's what, and then the first two Shurim, Moshe talks about, you know, what does it mean and why, and why does it have to be that way, that of all of the Ikrim, we have to believe that Trias HaMesim is actually hinted at in the Torah and our source of knowledge about Trias HaMesim is in the Torah and not from any place else. 
other ikrim, we can kind of, you know, we can figure things out, or they, they, philosophically, they make sense. Right? You know, we don't necessarily need to believe that it comes from the Torah as long as we believe it. But as I say, I'm choosing now to not go into that subject now because I say that's a portion, right? But here in, in Iker in the Shir Gimel, right? Uh, he's we, we goes to define in a much more straightforward way. What is Tchiasamesa? What are we believing? What what is the belief of Tchiasamesa? Okay, so we'll we'll enter the sugya through through this. Okay, so okay, so we're going to start on. Uh, Shir Gimel, right, on page Shin Samach. Okay. Says the, okay, so he brings Machlokes Harambam Harambam al Tchiyas Amesim. So this is what I consider like the first thing you have to know about Tchiyas Amesim, is that Bechal is not Pashat, right, what, what it is. And that there's a very fundamental Machlokes between the Rambam and the Rambam. Let's see what that's all about. So Shitas Harambam beinyan Tchias Hamesim, how the Rambam understands Tchias Hamesim merumezes behakdoma perchelik, which we just read. It's been hinted at. In other words, he he doesn't speak out exactly, but Shehosif ala Iker that in addition to the Iker he added vedaki ki haodom yomus behechrach that a person must die viyiparid. And he will be separated, to into the different parts that he was composed of. Right? And he, okay, so a person is going to die and come back to life. And in the Maimer of Tchias Hamesim, which I, you know, the that that I just uh, mentioned, Okay, so where does Tchias HaMesim fit into the whole picture? Okay. So according to the Rambam, it's part of the Messianic era, the Yomos HaMashiach. As, when the Mashiach comes, HaNefashot Yachzeru Legufot, the souls will return to the bodies, VeYichyu Chayim Arukim Ma'od VeTovim Ma'od, and they will live very long and good lives. Aval lechayim ha'ele yesh but this life that will be experienced in right, in the days of Mashiach, the life that will be experienced by the people who have been resurrected, right? It's going to end. Le'acharav yagia ha'olam and afterwards comes Olam Abba, Shabo Enguf Vigvia, that there's no bodies. Okay. So, according to the Rambam's picture of things, it's the, the ultimate schar, and we'll speak about it more, but the, but the ultimate schar is Olam Haba. Olam Haba is the Olam Hanishomos, there's no body, right? The body is, right, right, is, 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 is uh, going to be completely removed. Okay. Much will describe. The process, okay? but it's going to be completely removed. Okay? I mean, that's that's schar. Schar is to the olam and neshamos. The goof is only a kli. Right? Uh, put the neshama into the goof so that 
by being part of being attached to a goof, we can accomplish mitzvahs and, and stay away from Averis and bring ourselves closer to Akkadi Baruchu and use the kalim of the goof to approach closeness with Akkadi to bring closeness to Akkadi Baruchu. That's the that's the, the system. So now, when the she, right, so but unfortunately, over the course of you know thousands of years, many tzaddikim have died without the opportunity to live in the days of Mashiach. And as we know from the Rambam, uh, this is what we, we, we discussed at length, we know from the Rambam that the days of the Mashiach right, are there, are going to be coming to enable us to live unhindered by the Goyim and by famine and, and wars and pestilence and all the other things, so that we can do mitzvahs and be zochet to Olam Because if a person lives in a time where he was unable to do mitzvahs because he was uh, the circumstances of his life. So he's going to knock and he's not going to be able to have Olam because Olam is only going to come about through mitzvahs, Torah mitzvahs. So what do you do? So we're going to have, so those who are alive at the time of Mashiach comes, I mean, it should be happened speedily in our days. So if you're alive, okay, you'll be alive, you'll be Mashiach. And then we'll transition into that wonderful world where everything comes easily and we'll be able to spend all our time thinking and, and contemplating and, and doing mitzvahs and coming closer and closer to Hashem. And then we will merit Olam Haba. But what happens to all those poor people who died along the way, right? Our fathers and grandfathers and back going back uh, all, all the generations. So they're going to find, come to life again in, in, in the days of Mashiach. And they will also have that benefit of living in the kind of times where they also will be able to do all the mitzvahs and all the Torah, so that they also will have olam haba. They'll be able to make up for lost time, so to speak, and do all the kinds of things that a Jew needs to do in order to merit olam haba. Okay? So that's the system. Right? So everybody's going to have the opportunity, all tzaddikim in any event, are going to have the opportunity to have a life in the days of Mashiach, which is the main vehicle for getting to olam haba. That's the, that's the basically the Rambam Shita of, of how these things work. Okay. And we'll see again. We'll, we'll, we'll point out that you know, I mean well, that, that when you think about it, right? So the days of Mashiach, excuse me, Tchias uh, Hamesim, right? Is not the real. Is not the ultimate goal. It's not the. It's not, it's not, that's not the ultimate reward. Right? The ultimate reward remains Olam Haba, which has nothing to do with the goof. Right, so the the point of reuniting the the, the, the nefesh and the shoma with the goof is to give the opportunity to get to olam haba. So it's really the means to get olam haba. That's barely, excuse me. That's what the Ramam describes over there. Okay. So that's the opinion of the Ramam. Now the, now he he quotes the Ramban. Vedas Haramban. What is the Ramban? The Ramban disagrees totally. Shatachlit anikrate olam haba. That ultimate goal, right, which is called olam haba, he b'tzerufa goof. It's together with the goof. Okay, meaning uh, the the goof and the neshama. And the nefesh, whatever we're going to call it, are going to be 
both together, that's going to be part of Olam Haba. There, there, is, there is no such thing as just reward for some kind of a detached uh, neshama. Uh, neshama is going to, no, the, 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 all, the, the reward, the ultimate reward, the, the, the ultimate, ultimate reward is going to be a reward which is going to be shared by the neshama with the goof. Ella. But the goof is going to be very spiritualized. So the kiyum of the goof is not going to need food right, to continue to exist. But it's going to be some kind of glow from the shechina. It's going to be a goof. The goof is there. But the goof is going to be you know, so rarefied that its sustenance will be like you know from from the from the ziva shina. As you imagine, you know Moshe Rabbeinu being on the mountain for forty days and not eating and not drinking. Where, how did he live? Nobody can live for forty days without eating and drinking. The answer is is that I mean whatever it means, it means that Moshe Rabbeinu, but his goof was able to get nourished. His goof was able to get nourished by being exposed to the to the glory of the shina or the ziva shina. So that's in some way that's the olam haba that that we're all going to have for those of us who are going to be zochah to this olam haba. We'll have the goof. In other words, you know, we'll be walking around not as you know as just kind of you know bodiless souls, but we're going to be walking around, right? To be able to see, you know, oh, that's uh, that's Yankel, that's uh, that's Beryl, right? same face, same face, but it's going to be on a much more spiritual level of existence. Okay. Did, did that, these are the words. Yeah. Does, does this, if you know, uh, I don't know if you can compare right now, but does the Ram Bonds approach come closer to Ram Khal's approach? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, sort of the, I mean, it, it's all the same school, you know, more the, you know, the Kabbalistic school as opposed to the Ram Bonds rationalized school. It's good. Going to be related to that. Uh, to that. Okay. Okay. So now the now he quotes the Ramban. Olam haba, eno olam hanishamos. He says olam haba is not the world of nishamos shemiyad laachemisa. Meaning, the Ramban has a punk for The Ramban says yes, I believe that there is such a thing as olam hanishamos. But that's not the ultimate reward, because that's where you, that's what happens to a person after he dies, and before the shchias right? Where does your neshama go? So it's like a holding pattern. Right? You got right? the neshama's got to be someplace. Right? So the neshama, right? it's out of this. It's out of your gulf, waiting right, to be reinstated. We return to the goof. So that's so that's the Olam and Neshamos according to the Rambam. According to the Rambam, the Olam and Neshamos is the ultimate reward. But according to the Rambam, no. Right? So so the so the tables are turned. According to the Rambam, right, the Olam and Neshamos is the ultimate reward, and and Tchias Hamesim is a stepping stone to to get to the Olam and Neshamos. And according to the Ramban, it's just the opposite. Right. The ultimate reward is the Tchias Hamesim, right, which is going to be the reunification 
of, of the Guf and the Neshama, and the Olam HaNeshamos is the stepping stone or the, uh, the holding pattern, whatever it is, the place where that's where the Neshamas go in the meanwhile. Okay. That's what the Ramban says. Ella, what, what is Olam Haba? Olam Nivra Kayam. The people who are going to be brought back to life, they will exist in both, both goof and nefesh. Okay. Right. So he's going to describe how, what is this unity? The kima nefesh, the hisyachato bidas elyon. It's going to uh, some higher kind of das. Kikiyum hamalochimbo. It's a kind of of existence that we that malochim have. Vihit alut hanefesh al haguf, and the Superiority of the nefesh over the goof, will kind of negate the physical forces. So that the goof will be able to exist right, through the existence of the soul below Achilo without eating or drinking. In other words, the, the goof will be so much. Bottle to uh, to the to the to the nefesh that all you have to do is feed the nefesh and then the male of the goof will be fed. Okay, in other words, the goof will not require a independent source of nourishment like we do today, where you have to feed the goof. Right? Not enough to feed your nefesh. Right, but in those in the days where there will be tchias amesim and the ultimate reward, so then your goof will become so much identified with your spirit. With, with, with your spiritual side, so that it'll be able to be kept alive, will be nourished through the through the uh, through the godliness that it'll be part of. Okay, so that's the basic statement of the uh, of the two positions. Okay, so Rosh explains. Tainus Harambam, Tanat Harambam, he she'ein makom laguf b'misgeret chayel amaba. In the framework of Elam Abba, Guf doesn't exist. Kefisha Tika Haramban B'Shem Megillas Tchias Amesim Shel Arav. Right, right. This is the Ramban's version of what the Ramban thinks. He Anuma Minim. Right. This is the Ramban's opinion. We believe Vuhu Anachon Ladat Kol Balei Dat. This is the correct opinion for anybody who has. Das to think about things. Ki b'nei olam haba heim nefashot belog viot k'mo malachim. It's nefashot without anybody, like malachim, like the malachim. Not the malachim walk around and talk to Avraham Avinu. The malachim up and they we say we say kadosh kadosh kadosh. The harayal zeh. What's the proof? Ki aguf hu mechubar mekli hashimush lepulot hanefesh. What is the guf? The goof is kli shimush, or the kalim, for the different activities of the soul. 
והגוף בכללו, what does he need a goof for? צורך מציאותו היה, the need for its existence is בעבור תכלית אחת. It's for one purpose, רוצה לומר אכילת המזון, which means like eating, and other things you need to keep alive, but, uh, but eating is a fundamental thing that a person needs to keep alive. כדי לקיים הגוף, in order to keep the goof alive, ולהוליד ממנו דמיונו, and to be able to produce children right, who are in the image, למניית קיים המין, so that the species, uh, the human species can, the human race can exist. Okay, but, but that's it. In other words, the whole point of the body, the body is completely, right, it's completely functional. It's only, it only exists to the extent that it need, that we need it to function, okay? And since the created man and put him in a goof, so the point of, keep, of the goof is to keep the goof alive okay? and to reproduce. So that there will be, that's what Baruch Hu wanted the world to be, is that that the few, that all generations of human beings after Adam Arishon will be reproduced from other human beings rather than Akari Baruch Hu having to, you know, to go around creating new human beings all the time like he did Adam Arishon. So that Akari Baruch Hu decided in his infinite wisdom that the way he's going to populate the world is through people, Adam, Chava, and their the future generations, their offspring uh, will reproduce themselves, and right, meaning, and then and each one of them will, by reproducing, so he'll get a a, a, a nefesh from Akkadi Baruch Hu. There's Akkadi Baruch Hu, there's Adam, like we said, there are three partners in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in every baby, right? Father, mother, and Akkadi Baruch Hu. So Akkadi Baruch Hu's contribution is putting in the nefesh into that physical being, body which is created by the father and the mother. Okay, the father and the mother, they can't, they don't have the koach to make a nefesh, but they have the koach to physically reproduce. Right? And then a Baruch Hu is the third partner, puts in the nefesh into that, right? But the whole point of the goof is to create the kli, the create that, that container for the nefesh. The Baruch Hu wants the nefesh to be in a goof, and that's how right, the people are going to be Zochet to get Olam Haba by using their 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 sojourn, their, the the nefesh's sojourn in the in this world, right, to in the proper way, so that there will be zochet to to have Olam Haba. That's the way. I, that's what Akari Baruch Hu wanted the world to be. But that's the only purpose of the goof. The purpose the goof has no other purpose. Ukeshetistalek hatachlit hahu ahi. And when that tachlit is removed, and it's no longer relevant, right? Right? there will be no need for it in Olam Abba. The Rambam's argument is right, logical. Right? Right? The whole point of the goof is to serve as a means of uh, maintaining physical existence so that the Nisham will have a place in this world. Right? Once there is no more need for that, then the Shama is going to be in the Olam and the Shamas and is not going to need to right, anything to do with the physicality. So there's not going to be any physical goof. Right? 
Right? And this is what all the, the, the many Chachamim have said in the, in the words of the Gemara. She'ein bo achilo v'lo shtiya v'lo tashmish. Olam haba has no eating, no drinking, and no reproduction. Im kain, heim rotsim lo marashem bo guf. That's the Ramam says that's the plain meaning of the statement. This is what Olam haba is. Ki hakel yizborach lo yamsi davar rik. He's not going to make something for no purpose. V'lo yaseh davar elo biglal davar. He's only he's not going to do something except for a purpose. That, that's there's nothing that's going. Chalila lo miyot po alav hanechokim kepoal over the halilim, right? God forbid that what Hashem does, right? What Hashem's nechokim, what Hashem's uh, intention and his proper what he what he does in, in, in the correct way should be the way that goyim that the that the the, the, of the of the alile, of the idol worshippers, right? they have ears, right? they have eyes and they have ears which do not have serve any purpose because right? they can't hear and they can't see. But Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't work that way. Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't make things that don't have any purpose. So therefore, he's not going to make a goof that has no purpose just to hang around, you know, or for nostalgic reasons. Oh, because well, we used to have a goof, so we're going to hang on to the goof. No, that's not the way Kodesh Baruch works. He's going to get rid of it. Mavur, right? To summarize all of what we said, Kivan shel goof hu avur hadvarim That's what the ikar goof is for the things that are necessary for the kiyum of 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 the goof. Right? In other words, the goof is to keep it. The purpose of the goof is to keep itself going. These needs don't exist according to everybody, right? Can't be a goof. doesn't do something for no reason. Okay. So what is the Ramban going to say? Now, the footnote points out that what Ramosha just said is true to extent, but it's not 100% accurate because the Ramban does relate to this question. Let's just read it below the line there, right? So what does the Orech, the, the, uh, the editor, say? Because in the Tchilat say Bishar Gboko, the Ramban did relate to this. The Im Tashiv Aleinu, if you will respond, if you ask against us, Lama ya goof poel rik, right? Why should the goof have be there for no reason? Here he does want to respond to the Rambam's taina. Right? Yeah, hard to understand what he's Right. This bria was there before the time of Tchiat Hamesim. Right, there was the bria of the goof. for the needs that were needed for the goof itself. The ein Hakadosh Baruch Hu rotsa bebitula acharkei. Right. So, is, so again, it doesn't exactly say what it's there for. But he's saying is that that 
you know, I mean, I, I, maybe you could just think about it a little bit. But in other words, what he's saying is, is that that Kodesh doesn't want to cancel something that was there. Meaning, the the goof was a partner. Right? And I think that we have to to look at it a little bit this way, right? According to the Rambam, right, the goof and the neshama right, are you know it's a marriage of convenience, right? No, we, you, know, you, you need you know the neshama needs a goof, right? Because you know, that's that's the way it works, right? So the minute you don't need it, right? So you get rid of it, right? Like that's what a marriage of convenience is, right? <laughs> as long as it's convenient, you're married. And if it's not convenient anymore, then uh, then it's not then, then it doesn't then there's no reason to to maintain it. But the Ramban seems to saying no that the goof right was always a, a true partner. Right? The the the, the, the isn't two separate things, a goof and a neshama. The bria is a one thing. It's a goof neshama. That that was the bria. That it's all one thing. Right, so that's that's what makes up a human being. A human being without a goof is not a human being. Right? According to the Ramah, a human being without a goof is a perfect human being. Right? He's a neshama. That's that's that's. that's right? According to the Ramban, a, a goof without a neshama is not a human being. Right? So to to take away the goof would be to fundamentally change what what the creation of Adam. Right? I made you one way, and I'm going to make you another way. That's not the way it worked. Hey, of course, as we said, the Ramban said, it's going to become more spiritualized. The goof is going to be transformed. It's going to become through some kind of a metamorphosis where it becomes a something more elevated, more spiritual. It doesn't it's not going to need food anymore? Right? It's not going to. It's going to be something which is not, you know, you know just like, you know, just like even just we think about it today. You know, a big tzaddik, right? It doesn't need food in the way that a, you know, that a grubber guy who right who eats, you know, because it was into food, right? Rav Shemin didn't need food the way we need food, right? He made food, right? Just you know, dried crumbled bread and and hot water. That was just a cereal every day. Okay, and we you know we we couldn't live on that, but because but there is such a thing that. It, the, the goof becomes spiritualized in such a way that it doesn't really need it anymore. But that doesn't mean the negation of the goof, right? right. Okay, so that's the, that's really the machlokas. Right. And then the Ramban adds uh, at the bottom there: "We owe Yesh Azot Sudot Amukim." Is the secrets? More, this more what I'm saying is that of course Baruch Hu didn't create man the way he did for no reason. There is, there is something about the, this is the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a bria of nefesh and goof. And the one who made it, that's what he wants. Okay. So that's the, right? Okay. So he brings here the Ramban. I'll just finish the paragraph. Uh, let's try to finish up. I guess we'll finish up at the bottom of the page. Okay, if we have a little time, uh, a few more minutes. Haramban eno masbir kamafurish matzach v'guf olam shabo kol shemusha guf betelim elu shemevi rayot ledvarav midirechazal. He brings proofs. Viachat arayot min amishna avagamar b'chelat perchelat kol yisrael yeshlam chelat lamabo veilu sheilam chelat lamabo omer en chias hamesim and atorah 
ומסבירה הגמרא, תנא, הוא כפר בתחיית המייסים, לפי כך לא יהיה לו חלק אליהם. You see that the Gemara uses the terms interchangeably. He says, why doesn't he have Olam Abba? Because he was kofer in Tchiyas HaMesim, so he doesn't have a chilek in Tchiyas HaMesim. So the Ramban says, what do you mean? But the the Ramban says, according to the Ramban, what's the connection between Olam Abba and Tchiyas HaMesim? If he's kofer in Tchiyas HaMesim, why should he lose his Olam Abba? What what does it mean? Well, he he denied the existence of Tchiyas HaMesim, so therefore, we're going to deny him access to Olam Abba. It's two different things, according to, to, the, to the Rambam. But, the, but you see from the Loshan of the Gemara that the Gemara uses them interchangeably because he right, denied Tchias HaMesim, so therefore he doesn't get Olam Abba. So you see that, the, that that's one of the rayas that the Ramban brings, that, the, that, that really the concept of Tchias HaMesim is congruent to the concept of of Olam Abba. According to the Rambam, no, it's two separate things. There is life after Tchias HaMesim, which is the ultimate purpose, and that's where life is without any goof. Olam Abba, Ein Bolo Hachilev, Lo Shiev, Lo Pirev, Verivio, Lo Maso Matan. There's no eating, drinking, period, Verivio, or Maso Matan in the business. Ela Sadikim Yoshrim, the Atroteam, Berashem, Sadikim sitting with their crowns on their heads, the Nehanim, Iziva Shrino, Olam Abba, Inyan Shogur. There we have the, the Machlokas. The Ramban has raised his, his Shita, the Ramam has raised his Shita, and not for us to try to decide who's the right one or the wrong one, but anyway, but that is the very interesting machloket about where does Chiyas Hamesim fit into the whole picture. Okay, stop here for today, and we will meet again next week.